0: Father, it is my prayer at this time that the words of my mouth, the meditations of my heart, the hearing and understanding of those present would be acceptable in your sight now and forevermore. Amen. Well, the good news is, Robin and I did not win the billion and a half dollars from the lottery over the weekend. I guess that's good news. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Especially considering today's scripture lesson from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 12, verses 13 through 21. Someone in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. Jesus replied, Man, who appointed me a judge or an arbiter between you? Then he said to them, Watch out, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. A man's life does not consist of the abundance of his possessions. And he told them this parable. The ground of a certain rich man produced a good crop. He thought to himself, what shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, this is what I'll do. I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones. And there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to myself, you have plenty of good things laid up for many years. Take life easy. Eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this very night your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? This is how it will be with anyone who stores up things for himself, but is not rich toward God. Now, this is, this is, this is one of those icky stories. 'Cause I mean, we've well, Robin and I are the ones here who aren't retired. And you you prepared for retirement, right? Y'all prepared for it. We're in the process, well, we're trying to prepare for it. <laughs> we're we're doing we're doing what we can to prepare for it. But I don't think what they're talking about in this particular scripture is that it's it's bad to save for tomorrow. I don't think that's the problem. It's, it's, it's bad to have excess. It's bad to have excess. And it seems like in, in, in anything, it's bad to have too much of anything. For example, if we don't eat, we starve. I eat too much. It's not good for me. I'm having some health issues because I have eaten too much. Even something as simple as water. They say it is possible for a person to drink too much water. Something as simple as that. But to have too much, to to store up too much, they say, here is the problem. And I, I, I say it's kind of good that we we didn't win the, the billion dollars, because then I would have trouble trusting myself. Because I'll tell you the truth, one of the people that, I, well, one of the kinds of people I distrust the most in the world are rich preachers. Did, did you folks hear about the church that got held up last Sunday. There was a church in Brooklyn. They were showing this on, they the church was broadcasting live on Facebook when this happened. Three masked gunmen came into the church and robbed, they robbed the joint. they stole the preacher's jewelry and his wife's jewelry and everything that everyone in the congregation had and the preacher has put in an insurance claim for his and his wife's jewelry for a million dollars now Robin and I don't have a million dollars worth of jewelry between us. Much less wear a million dollars worth of jewelry to church. Can you imagine? I'm 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 flabbergasted by this. And and I kind of wonder. I mean, you 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 look at the notion of greed. And when you hear about people robbing a church, you immediately think, well, there's some, there's some terrible greed right there. The people who robbed the church. And at first, the news story was about this church got robbed live on, live on TV. It was being filmed as it happened. And then we found out that the minister had put in this claim for a million dollars worth of jewelry that had been taken from him. And you kind of wonder about him. And then as the week progresses, it gets even worse. He's being investigated for real estate fraud. He's in debt four and a half million dollars for Real estate that he hasn't been paying for He's being sued by someone in his congregation for fraud I hate to say it, but I kind of wonder if he was actually robbed at all But we live we live in a time where we have need. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm, not advocating robbing churches. I'm not advocating robbing anybody. But we live in a time where we have need. The economy's not in such good shape. And we experience churches where it almost seems sometimes like Greed's a good thing. I, I will not advocate that. But we see churches sometimes, don't we, where the preacher will say that if you send him money, you'll, 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 you'll get it back. It's a, it's a seed that you're giving to the church, and if you give it, you'll get it back seven times over, however much you give the church. Because, by golly, the preacher needs a seventh airplane. And yeah, there's a preacher out there who's begging his congregation for more money so he can buy a seventh airplane. Because he needs seven. Who needs seven airplanes? I was in a church once when I was in college where the preacher asked everybody who needed a brand new car to come forward, and we'll pray for you, and God will give you a brand new car. I was there with a couple of my fraternity brothers, and we just got up and left. Sure, a new car would be nice, but even then I knew better than that. God watches out for us. God takes care of us. He keeps us safe and He provides for us what we need. I am confident of that a hundred percent. Even though we didn't win a billion dollars, I think Robin and I are very blessed people. God has watched over us and He has taken care of us. And and financially, the money's been there. We do not have an excess. We've never had an excess. We have enough, and I know it's blessings from God because we have seen it. We have seen it. Was it seven years ago I lost my job at the bank now? And as soon as as soon as that happened, somebody like within a couple of weeks came up to Robin on the street somewhere it was at a meeting. At a meeting. Someone said, God told me to give you this and gave Robin $500. God took care of us. Shortly after that, she got a better job. She was making more money then. All of a sudden, than we were making, we had made together. God watches out for us. He's provided for us. He's taken care of us. And at the same time, he's prepared us for times when we've been able to help others. I think we're doing that now. Enough people have blessed us that we've been able to be a blessing sometimes. But we have this idea of greed. This man who came to Jesus and said, make my brother give me some of his inheritance. The idea that a religious leader could do that would do that you see i think jesus calls us to love one another and to take care of one another as as we can as we can and Jesus shares the story the parable of the rich fool now i don't know for certain if you know the reason that the rich the reason that this man died was because he was storing up but he died as we do and had so much, what do you do with it? We, we look at the world, don't we? And we, we see a small handful of people out there in the world that have so much, there's no way they could get rid of it. It's absolutely astonishing. And it continues to come and it continues to come. I should have looked it up. I know there's a verse in the Bible where Jesus says that it is easier for a man or it is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. And I know sometimes we, we think of the idea of this big, hulking, you know, one-ton beast trying to fit through the eye of a sewing needle. And there have been, and that's, that's ridiculous. And there have been, I've heard sermons where they talk about, well, that's not what they meant. You see, the eye of a needle is a kind of a door that's specifically designed to make, be hard for animals to get through it's it's a smaller door that people have to even people have to bend down and squish down to get through this door and i was recently watching a program where they were talking they were addressing this in a bible study and they said that's not the case if you go back to the original language they're talking about the Enormous beast of burden fitting through the eye of a, needle, of a sewing needle. That that's what the eye of the needle is. But I think the important thing for us to remember is that everything's possible with God. Everything is possible with God. The fact that a camel can't fit through the eye of a needle does not mean that a rich man isn't going to get into heaven. It means it's more difficult. But God can make it possible. It's not impossible for us to get through a day regardless of how much poverty we happen to be in because with God, everything is possible. He takes care of us. He looks after us. He prepares us for the future. The reason that we have things set aside for the future, I believe, is because God has prepared us for that. Jesus even ends this story saying this is how it will be for anyone who stores up things for himself but is not rich toward God so the the key here is to be rich toward God I don't know any billionaires myself but the ones I'm thinking of I don't know that they are rich toward God I hear I hear no rumors of their faith I hear no whispers of their relationship with the Lord When they do give away large whopping sums of money it seems to be for press. I wonder sometimes. But I would say just by looking at my own life, and honestly I'm not in charge of anybody else's, I'm satisfied with my wealth in the Lord. I'm satisfied with what I have stored up with Him. As I can look back at my life, and I realize I wasn't a great person, I've made mistakes. I've done a lot of things I haven't been proud of, but I love God. I love the Lord. I try to demonstrate that in my life today. I'm living a much better walk now than I did in the past. I think I have stored up some wealth in the Lord.
1: Lord, Amen. Who can live in your sanctuary? O Lord, who can
0: walk. This program has been copyrighted under the Creative Commons Attributes, Non-Commercial, Sharealike License. If you would like to contact Colin, please feel free to email
1: colinmcroberts
0: 412
1: at gmail.com. So well, this service is over, the service may now begin.
0: As we go from this place, let us go thankfully and joyfully for the blessings that we have. I was just reminded of an idea someone put in my head once, that, you know, imagine, imagine when you arrive in heaven, this idea of, of storing up treasures, In heaven. Imagine if you get to heaven and what you were given, your treasures in heaven, is everything you were thankful for. Everything you gave thanks for. How much would be waiting
1: for you there? Amen.